There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back here Tuesday, Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment as we continue to be very, very productive as we always are on a Tuesday. Holly Roberts is in for Julia to, uh, Hi, <laughs> to Lori. Julia for Lori today. Hello. 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 Okay. All right. So, oh, poor Cardi B. The fallout yeah. what? from oh. the Grammys. Um, both her and Nicki Minaj have made comments. Um, Nicki Minaj, we talked about yesterday, she had um, kind of said that she pulled out of the BET Awards later this year. She was supposed to be doing a duet with... Um, Cardi B and she pulled out and she just said she's got a lot of stuff to talk about what BET did to her years ago. The same producer that produces the Grammys and it happened seven years ago. And we just kind of thought yesterday, like, hmm, suspicious timing of when she want, you know, she the Grammys just happened and she already is pulling out to get her name out there. Right. I kind of well, felt- and one of the things that Nicki Minaj took issue with was a tweet from the verified BET account with the caption, meanwhile, Nicki Minaj is being dragged by her lace front, showing a picture of Cardi B looking over her shoulder at the camera. So throwing some shade at Nicki Minaj. Nicki was not here for that. And she said, fine, BET, you're going to tweet that? Then I'm not going to perform at your mm-hmm. gig. And now Cardi B has done the same thing. She said uh, she has deleted her Instagram account. And what happened is she said, based on this... Um, Post that BED did the tweet. She said, it's not my style for people to put other people down and to uplift somebody else. I'm not in it. It's not my type. It's not what I do. I don't support it. Then Cardi B turned her attention to her detractors who said she didn't deserve the award. And she said, I'm seeing a lot of BS today. And I saw a lot. I saw a lot of S last night and I'm sick of the S. I work hard for my mother F album and uh, she slept in the studio while she was making her album. She was pregnant and she de- deactivated her Instagram account. She can't handle critics and trolls. Well, that's because Nicki Minaj fans and Cardi B fans go hard. at it hard online. It would make me sick. Yeah, so they, her, their fans go at it and then they're tagged in all of this and then they see this and remember i mean this goes back a long time remember when Nicki minaj and cardi b had that event that happened at the fashion week harper's bazaar they got in a fight they got into a fight and allegedly the shoe was thrown yes and then the lump was on the head Mm -hmm. so i mean this yeah now i want to say bet has apologized for the tweet that they sent out that Nicki minaj took issue with they say that they love Nicki minaj and they said that by 
posting that on their Twitter account, the respect that they had for Nicki Minaj was violated. Should have never been written. The post doesn't reflect how we feel about Nicki, and it doesn't reflect the company values. So they issued that official Whoever statement yesterday. Whoever would even post that? Without, that one would have to be approved by a lot of people before that went out. You would think. You, you would, would think. You would think. Yeah. I mean, I, I would think I that would really... Yes. So they also apologize, Julia, to the Nicki Minaj fans, knowing those fans are out there defending Nicki Minaj to the bitter end out on social media. So, All right. Well, here is something exciting that is happening. The Basilica Black Party. This is Lori's one of, oh, you know, during isn't the... this her birthday month yes. celebration? Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. But listen, the lineup this year is serious. Um, I should have texted her. General admission tickets in 2019 will start at $60 per day or 110 for both days. They go on sale this Friday at the basilicablockparty.org. But Casey Musgraves on Friday night, Dawes, Anderson East, um, Semisonic, the Jayhawks, the Yam House. On Saturday, you have Jason Mraz, Hansen, um, Metric, Laura Cash, I don't know some of these people, so I haven't mentioned them. I, yeah, I don't know those. But groups. this sounds, this would be really fun, fun, fun. So those tickets are going on sale Friday morning, you guys. Oh, And those yes. will go, I mean, the you know. I'm going to shut my eyes right now and imagine what it's going to feel like in July when the Basilica Block Party is happening. So buy your tickets and have something to look forward to. <laughs> oh. So Anderson East, that was the guy who had the fling with, uh, yep. what's her name? Miranda Lambert. Miranda, Miranda Lambert. Lambert. That's right. Okay. We can see how cute she, how cute he is. Mm. Um, let's see, Miley Cyrus is going to fangirl out, and she's fangirling out because she is going to be on RuPaul. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. So that's coming. Um, well, the Drag Race or his talk show? His is Drag Race. Okay. And it sounds like, you know, I love him. RuPaul. Yes. Oh, yes. He is, he is one of the, um, of the judges on that The Big Deal or The Big Talent oh, world, show. World's, world's Talent. World's Best? Something it's like that. that. Yes, it's the thing that uh, premiered after the Super Bowl. Yeah. Another yes. reality competition series. Yeah. But I yeah. thought it was kind of fun. Did you watch it? Yeah, I did. And you enjoyed it? I did. Would I you thought dip it was, back into it? Yeah, I'm going to watch best, it. Because I love, love, love. I love him. I love James Corden. And I love Drew. Um... Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I'm really having a hard time with my memory this week. <laughs> Lori, I just look at her and she says the, the she, word. You, you, yes. We, we, say, we finish each other's sentences. Um, so anyway, Miley is excited about it. Uh, season 11 is going to premiere. Let's see the date here. Uh, February 28th at 9 o'clock. And she's very, 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 very excited. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. They get a lot of good people over on RuPaul's Drag Race. I th- I think so, too. Now, Donnie, um, let's see here. What other things? We have... Um, Adam Sandler? Yeah, we have a song. Adam Sandler was on last night with Jimmy Fallon, and he wrote him this cute Valentine's... Is, is, is it something with his fifth anniversary, Fallon? Yes, it's Fallon's me? Jimmy... I can't even the believe Tonight it's Show. only... I can't believe it's only five years. Yeah, I feel like I he's been on. He it's been going on forever right. and right. ever and ever. Here's Adam Sandler's special song to Jimmy. My Jimmy Valentine. Sweet little Valentine. You make me laugh when you slow jam the news. I think it's pretty cool 
You've had the same haircut since middle school And you imitate me with your zabba-dabba-doo When there's drug tests at NBC You give Questlove a sample of your pee You're like a younger version of me Except not a Jew Be mine for goodness sake Anyway there you go. I know. There he is. He's, I love Adam Sandler. I don't know why. I just think he's a, he's sweet. Okay, here's the breaking news that's happening. Nick yes. Cannon is calling out Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, and Sarah Silverman for past use of blackface. I believe there are photos of these yep. incidents. Um, are these your kings of late night? And you know I'm always on the side of the comedian and never pandered this to the sensitive, Nick Cannon says, but I feel there needs to be some truth and reconciliation discussions and teachable moments amongst our communities. I'm ready and willing for the discourse. So who wants to step up to the table first, he writes. In the meantime, I'll just leave this right here. So that's going to be going on. I think there are a lot of interesting conversations that need to be had because this is happening in a lot of places right now. The conversation, no, or just a lot of people did where you yes, know, yes, did the, impersonate right, African Americans in the past, yeah. and it's not okay. Nope, and nope, a lot of people are nope. finding that out, and I think you need to address it. Well, um, yeah, it's a centuries long, well, yeah, issue that has been happening, and yeah, if Nick Can- Nick Cannon's pointing this out, and now they have the opportunity to speak about their mm-hmm. behavior, so they probably will tonight on their shows. I would think. Well, I, the shows have already been taped. Yeah, right. yeah, the shows are already done, and I don't know necessarily if they're going to go head on and address it I right would. there yeah. to their audiences. I, I would. Yeah, I don't know. It's a I don't. Tough one. I know, but I mean, it's not going to go away. No. Well, no, it's not going to go away. Absolutely not. I just, I don't know how they are going to handle their past behavior. We shall oh, see. Oh, people, yeah. people, mm-hmm. people, people, people. You talk about Meghan Markle's half sister and what she was. Oh, yes. all right. Oh. I was just going to bring that up. Get, right. him, get him on to the Maury show. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. She is a piece of work. Mm-hmm. I love that George Clooney came to Meghan Markle's or the Duchess, Duchess of Sussex yes. uh, defense. She, um, I just tweeted out at Lori Julia a beautiful picture. She was out with um, Prince Harry last night. And she, I love her tone on tone outfits. Oh, was it this the white one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, you know, she's wearing a white Calvin Klein dress mm-hmm. and a white Calvin Klein jacket, and just tone on tone dressing, wearing the exact same color, mm-hmm. looks so good on her. And she really is making pregnancy look so beautiful mm-hmm. in the third trimester. Oh, lovely! But, but her half sister has has decided now that she wants to take action, and she wants her lying half sister to um, take a lie detector test because she is just had it with her. Um, in a note, um, Megan told, or excuse me, Samantha writes about Megan's lies. You fixated and clicked on lies while they were writing about me. All right, never mind, that's the wrong one. But she said, I would challenge her to take the lie detector test anywhere on the planet with investigators that are not paid by her to skew the results. Oh, this is so deliciously trashy. I love it. Of course, yeah, right. Meghan Markle is never going to do that. But Samantha Markle, giving it the old college try, who paid her to put this story out there? Wow. 
Wow. No, I mean, she, oh, they cannot stop there over at the... Uh, no, of course not. I mean, pathetic, how pathetic how ridiculous... How ridiculous. I mean, but put him on Maury. I mean, come on. The man just celebrated his 80th birthday with a Star is Born themed party in New York City. Oh, if only the. What was he? Really? Yeah, instead of a Star is Born, it's a Star is Old, and he photoshopped his face over Bradley Cooper's, made a big, nice poster of it. That jury? show has been on for Maury almost... Maury Povich? Thir- Maury Povich, yeah. yeah. show's been on for almost 30 years. Can you even believe it? Yeah. All right, Samantha Markle, He's go 80. on, Maury. Yeah. He's 80? Yeah. yeah 80 oh, isn't like that, that something? Yeah. All right, we got to take... Who's the Jerry guy that had the talk show? Jerry, Jerry Springer? Jerry Springer. Yeah. Put them on Springer. Oh, Come no. on. He doesn't do it anymore. Done. I know he Sorry. doesn't. Judge yeah. Jerry, girl. Mm. Yeah. We loved him. <laughs> he was one of the most delightful guests we ever had on our show. We yeah, love him. True. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, it's time for the Dirt Alert. You're listening to Lori and Julia on My Talk 107. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, what do we got? Direct from Hollywood, USA, we've got a dirt alert here. Let's talk about Justin Bieber. He's making headlines uh, because a source tells People Magazine that Justin Bieber's going through a bit of a rough patch now, but that he's getting the help that he needs. So this source is saying that he is uh, seeking help for depression and that this depression has nothing to do with his new wife, Haley Baldwin Bieber, that he's very happy being married to her, that it's something else that he struggles with. And uh, the source goes on to say that Justin Bieber has good help around him and is receiving some treatment and that Justin feels confident he will feel better soon. So, and also another source adding that Justin Bieber is getting some counseling. Now a rep for Justin Bieber isn't responding to people's requests for comment, but the sources are kind of giving enough of the story there. Look, you know, if Justin Bieber is going through some, some things right now in his life, it's good that he is seeking help. I mean, it's only going to help. Oh, and I kind of love that he's allowing this to be out there because um, mental illness is real and people struggle every day. And and to have someone like him, a young man who seemingly has everything, talk about struggling with depression, I think this can help people. But I really, you know, he, he, um, in the Vogue interview where he was talking about, you know, he's very emotional and he struggled and he was addicted to Xanax and sex and some of the other things. I thought he was really honest, but he said that um, one of the things he struggles a lot with is fame. It's being followed all the time, having his every move stalked by fans, Mm -hmm. cameras in his face. I remember when he was ending on the tail end of his concert tour and he wasn't doing going to the meet and greets anymore because he just had nothing left to give and he didn't want to do them. Well, he cut that tour short. Yeah, he did. And then he ended up cutting it short. And he said that, um, I'm Bradley trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called blinded by the item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this. A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He, he made a blank thing. I'm not taking pictures with anyone anymore. He says, people don't even say hello to me. They just say, can I get a picture? Yeah. 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 And I kind of, I think I've done that to people. Like, I think, I feel like I did that while we were in um, L.A. 
instead of saying I just because I just wanted to get something on my dumb Instagram post. Sure. Oh, but oh so, you said it to a celebrity? So you said yeah. it to a celebrity oh. where you were just yeah. like, can I take a picture with you? Yes. Right. Well, yeah, selfies are the new autographs. But I mean, yeah. but I never even wanted an autograph. Instead of just saying, you know, something nice, yeah. it's all about mm-hmm. getting the dumb picture. Yeah. And I feel that pressure, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I didn't even grow up in it, so I can't even imagine his fan base. Well, yeah. He said, no one even cares about me. They just want the dumb picture. Right. Well, just think about, you know, Justin Bieber. I'm glad that he's being honest about fame because it it is difficult. And you can see Justin Bieber and his peers really struggling with the constructs of fame. And they're all in their early to mid 20s. And they have had to uh, evolve in tandem with social media Mm -hmm. and how difficult that probably truly is and having all of those comments and if you're not protected by the right people it's hard and even if you are it's difficult I'm you know so I'm glad that Justin Bieber uh, is being open about seeking treatment and and how the fans can turn on you yes exactly he doesn't do a meet and greet and those people are like yeah Justin Bieber's a real jerk he wouldn't do the meet and greet I hate him well because they don't see Justin Bieber as a real person he's just this 2D image he's an object yes he's objectified he's this 2D image that you see on videos you maybe go and see him in concert but then you know the the dynamic there is like well no Justin Bieber you're there to entertain me yeah Fame. The pressure. No. I know. I'm, oh I'm even sad oh, talking about it. I know. It's hard. Yeah, it is. You wow. know, um, I want to update you guys on the investigation into the attack on Jesse Smollett. So a spokesperson for the Chicago Police Department is telling Entertainment Tonight that detectives have rejected the cell phone records that Jesse submitted via a PDF because they were heavily redacted. Now, according to Chicago Police, a PDF is subject to manipulation, but they're not saying that they have any evidence that Smollett manipulated his phone records. Detectives are just asking him to submit the actual phone bill or a download of his entire phone. Because they're like, you know, Mm. look, we just need the entire thing. We're doing this investigation and we need to have all the information in front of us to move this forward and to prosecute those who assaulted you. Now, uh, Chicago police also have recently obtained surveillance video from stores in the area of the attack. The investigation, like I just said, is continuing and Smollett is still cooperating with what detectives do you think is in going Chicago. On here? I don't know what's going on here. I mean, there could be two things, you know. I feel like he's trying to protect someone and yet. Mm-hmm. Well, right. And it might not have anything to do with this investigation. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yes. exactly. And yeah. so we don't know what's happening. But, you know, hopefully Jesse he might have will something comply. on his phone. And when they want you to turn over your phone, they get access to everything. I would never yeah. want to turn over my phone. You know what I mean? From a privacy standpoint. Sure. I, I think that's got to be kind of. um it leaves a lot of questions to it, ask. So, hello? you know, hello, exactly. So that investigation is still ongoing uh, about the attack on Jesse Smollett in Chicago. Ozzy Osbourne out of the ICU. He Ozzie! is. Oh, good. Yes. He was hospitalized last week for flu complications and he's out of intensive care and on the men. Sharon says Ozzy is doing great. He's out of the ICU. He's breathing on his own. Now, that's, this got really serious because oh, yeah. there serious. was bronchitis and allegedly perhaps Ozzy Osbourne was suffering from pneumonia. I mean, that is a killer. Oh, yeah. Ooh. No, and we know so many people of all different ages yeah. that have died of that. All different ages, exactly. So Ozzy on the mend. All right. Now, we got to talk about Wendy Williams a little bit. Oh. I know. We got to talk about Wendy Williams. There's so much. Now, speaking of stories that we're trying to wrap our heads around, there are so many different sources 
saying so many different things about Wendy Williams. Now, apparently, we don't, well, we still don't know when Wendy Williams is coming back to her show. We can say that she's on indefinite hiatus. However, there is a source talking to Hollywood Life now that says that Wendy Williams is looking forward to her return in, quote, the future. Mm -hmm. What do you think this means? There's no date. Yeah, It means that she wants to stay out there in front of the story because there's so many bad stories out there. Um, Wendy Williams, to return to her talk show, um, she said the, the people, the staff of the Wendy Williams show don't want her to come back. Yep. Um, there is so she, another one is she's super scared. She'll lose her show. Yes. Um, because the fill in Sherry Shepard was hysterical yesterday filling in mm. and we haven't seen her around for a no. long time. No, we haven't. She was so, mm. and you know, she, I've had issues with Sherry Shepard over the years and lying about certain things yeah. and she, yeah. but I feel like she really, she had to eat humble pie and she is humbled and funny and not that that was something she needed to do, but she really, she's funny. Oh, of course. Yeah. Sherry Shepard, fantastic comedian. And people loved it when Nick Cannon was on. And yes. I just feel like when you have a horrible executive producer that walks around the place and tells everyone you're crap, you can't look at me, you can't talk to me, you can't look at Wendy or talk to her. And no one even wants to be on your show anymore because they don't want to be around that awful person. And you're also married to him. And you're married to him. Yeah. So we can say the source says that she's happy, healing, and excited to get back to work. But I, you know. She's got to ditch her husband. She's got to ditch her husband. I think he abuses her, and I think she's struggling with drugs. Wendy. Wendy. All right. So that's the dirt today. Okay, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. Well, it we is called the, the dirt, dirt alert. Right. It was dirty. It's not called the squeaky clean alert. It was dirty when we Who come back. to listen to that? Uh-uh. We've got the study of da. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at our traffic situation. 694. And my friend said, I know you love her, but it's over, mate. It doesn't matter, put the phone away. It's never easy to walk away, let her go. So I look back at all the messages you'd sent, and I know it wasn't right, but it was. Uh, when the roads are like this, yeah, yeah. you know, nothing, we, nothing major, nothing major good. We had two guests in studio today, and both of them commented how easy it was to get to the studio today. I know. Mm-hmm. It's I thought it was icy. It's not icy. It's not no. crazy, but it is still icy. But mm-hmm. just be careful. Yeah. Okay. Now I think this. I know this came out a couple weeks ago, and we never got to it. What's that? But women's brains. End up being four years younger than men's brains. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I read about that. Yeah, we we never talked about. It. No, I just read about it. <laughs> okay, but there is a variation in the brains, and it's at least how we burn fuel, according to this report. Scientists found that healthy women have a metabolic brain age that is persistently younger than that of the man's of the same chronological age. The difference is apparent from early adulthood and remains into old age. And they say brain metabolism changes with age, but what we notice is that a good deal of the variation we see is down to sexes. Here's where this is the study of da, because this takes into account people like as you're, I'd say 50 plus, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's when you start noticing, um, I feel like women are more adventurous than men in this, in this, second part of your life i feel like Mm. i feel like that's a true statement i feel like you hear women trying different things than men i feel like you hear women having more fun being happy 
Um, I feel like women are more open to things. Yeah. So I just wonder if the sliding of the brain in the male, um, you know, doesn't allow them. I don't know. I don't know. But that was just, I feel like I would know, I have known that instinctively. We live longer, first of all. Yes, that's true. So that's a proven point. Yeah. And I feel like women just in that time, in that lifespan, might just be a little more joyful than men. Whereas men yeah. in the beginning are a little more joyful than women. That's just, no, that's just, that's a, this that is, is my, going into theoretical territory. That is my theory <laughs> on top of the scientific is, yeah, thing. Yeah, deep, man. Deep. No, and that's just what I think. Okay, that's yeah. good. That's a, okay. Yeah. Um, we might be mixing the two theories and duh. That's fine. A little uh, from column A, a little from column B. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here is another new study out saying millennials don't really like today's music. And my follow-up to that would be because the other mu- older music was better because you heard instruments and you heard oh. other things going on. You don't you ever hear instruments. You right. never hear instruments. But I'm going to tell you Please. what this study found. Okay. So <laughs> there were 643 participants in this study between the ages of 18 and 25. And they played them short clips from past number one hits. And the hits were um, between 1960 and 1999. And then they played... They separated the modern stuff from the 21st century. Yeah. Researcher, the lead researcher said the 60s and the 90s was a special time in music reflected by a study, a steady recognition of pieces of that era, era even by to late, gosh, even by today's millennials. So they recognized more individuality okay. in the music that was from 1960 to oh, 1990 yeah. versus the current music. It didn't mean that they didn't like the current music. It means that they couldn't identify a lot of differences because everything sounds the same. Everything exactly. totally sounds yes. the same, Julia. It is produced the same way mm-hmm. and it's not dynamic. And I would say, here's my theory, is that we the business model of the music industry does not allow for the development of real... Uh, there's tons of musical talent out there, but it's really hard to make it... like. Y- I was thinking about this last night, too, where if you asked somebody who was, you know, a, a young millennial and you asked them, did you ever have aspirations of being a rock star? Like being like, like, I'm going to be a rock star. I'm going to like have this career in music as a rock and roll person or any kind of musician. And they would probably be like, well, I don't, I don't know about and that. And that was one of the big things that when, when we grew up. Well, yeah, of course. And there were mm-hmm. systems. Yeah, I want to be pl- up there. Right. But there were systems in place that would allow for you to dream big in that way. The music industry, you could sign onto a record label for maybe a three record deal and they would help develop and nurture you through the A&R people and the development of your image. Mm-hmm. You had the, the economic support to be able to be like, yeah, I'm going to go buy an instrument and we're going to get together and we're going to play in the garage a lot of this stuff just doesn't exist no, it anymore. Doesn't. You're really, you're right. It doesn't exist. Uh-uh. It's, there's so little individuality mm-hmm. with a lot of today's music. Oh. You know, That's what I think. It all runs together. I love listening to the instruments. Yeah. I love when I can hear like Led no, Zeppelin go hear... from hearing it from side to side in my car. I mean, yeah. you well, like it you in know, stereo. Yeah, and that all started in, you know, probably in the 80s when, you know, they figured, well, why should we pay to have guys come in and play a horn section when we can just Do create that synthesis. music on a synthesizer? synthesizer. Mm-hmm. It's cheaper. Yeah. Give me real horns any day.
Give me real music, That's people. Right. Give me real stuff. All right, so here's another study. Being kinder to yourself can boost your physical and mental well-being. Well, well duh. duh. <laughs> I know, well, duh. But this is a new study okay. that taking time to think nice thoughts about yourself, planting yourself and your child in front of the mirror like oh, no, Chloe no. and Trudeau. Oh, dear. And loved ones claim their heart rate... Um, goes down when they say nicer, kinder, gentler things. I thought was it was really interesting at the beginning of the show. We were like, who is stuck to their New Year's resolution? Please call us and tell it well, what it was. Most of them, they weren't all... One woman was doing ferals and was experiencing, you know, more of a lifestyle change with food and, and exercise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But the other ones were about meditation, mm-hmm. about trying different things. Right, right. And so more gentler... Mm-hmm. Things that I think you can have more success in. Being calm with yourself. Being mm-hmm. kind to yourself. Being kind. Doing the Stuart Smalley to yourself in I'm front of the it. mirror every morning. Yes, you are mm-hmm. worth it. Thank you, Miss L'Oreal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it. Angela. Yes. Angela. Angela. Very study it, though. Always consider yourself like a, like a houseplant. You take care of the houseplant, water yourself, feed yourself, get enough sun. Wow. Be kind to yourself. Hey, if you talk to your plants in a nice way, they'll respond back. Mm-hmm. Is that a theory? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, that's all I can say about that. I know. I know. <laughs> and, you. you know, exercise makes our muscles work better with age. That's a duh. duh. Yeah, that's, that's a, a duh. duh. You, you cannot stop. You cannot stop exercising. Well, sometimes you want to, though. And that Spider-Man, than- there was a study that literally was done to prove that Spider-Man does not exist. <laughs> and after really disappointing, what? Julia. After extensive analysis, researchers at Cambridge oh. University wow. have concluded that the larger it. person is, uh, yeah, they need a lot of adhesives to stick to those walls. There is not a human being that would be able to oh, do that. Lord, what? I know. That was a, st- who did You this? just crushed mm-hmm. yeah. the dream yeah. right there. Yeah. I know. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I know. Way to go. Okay, so when we come back, um, we have to talk about movies. We have to talk about this new movie release. Isn't it romantic? We'll be right back. Why do I pull your clothes and then ask you for space? on the world wide web put oh, us in your Lord. butt pocket and go take a walk <laughs> well, I, was, duh. I was talking to my son today yeah. in lincoln and we were talking about stuff and i don't know how it came up and you know i was listening to this podcast or something i said why don't you listen to your mom's podcast and he said you don't podcast mm-hmm. and i'm like um how only- could he not know that after all this time and darling he, we have an app and he well <laughs> And he said, I, I don't see it, Mom. And he said, do you ever post it on your Instagram account? Because he follows me that you podcast. You could should put a link in profile, Julia. And I, update I, it. I, link I in profile. And I was just like, all right, well, maybe I will. But it was just like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, it yes. Was, it was, 
It was kind of cute, though. He's like, well, put it in your Instagram account. Maybe more people lose it. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's just trying to strategize mm-hmm. for I know. you. So last night, the movie opening for Isn't It Romantic opened in L.A. And Chris, um, Liam Hemsworth couldn't be there because he was having kidney stone issues. And that's why he wasn't at Miley's performance or with her at the Grammys as well. Yeah. Um, but who is in it is Priyanka Chopra, um, Rebel Wilson. You also have, who else is in this? A lot of people. Um, the guy who was in all the Pitch Perfect movies is in it. Yes, too. he is. That guy. His, that guy. Um, yeah. Adam Devine, I think. Adam is Devine. His, Devine. Adam Devine, yeah. And um, it's kind of an anti-rom-com movie. So the the thing is, is that the heavier girl gets with the hotter guy, but she doesn't want to be with him because she doesn't like rom-coms. Yes, so even right, though she woke up right. kind of in the middle of her own rom-com, right, she's right. not up for it. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it didn't get, do terrible. It got almost 70% on um, Rotten Tomatoes. It opens tomorrow. Um, yeah. So it could be a fun you know, movie to go see. 85% of people want to see it, but it got a 68. I That's more than, you know, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. yeah and so it. I'm kind of, I hope it's good. All I right. think it's, you know, if this is your genre of movie, isn't it romantic? Then you're probably going to want to see it no matter what the critics have to say. But it is, you know what? Half the people liked it and half the people didn't, which is about where I would think this movie would fall. It's higher than that. Well, 68%, that's like a, six that's, out of 10. Seven out of ten. It's almost seventy percent. Are you a math wizard like the rest of us around here? Yes, I can count with my fingers and my toes, Julia. Fantastic. (laughs) Okay, so um, that that would be something that's opening tomorrow night. Um, We posted today a bunch of new trailers are posted on the Lori and Julia website. Um, The Hustle is a new movie. It's a remake. Of um, the 1988 comedy Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, which mm-hmm. oh, that's one of my Michael Caine, your favorite yeah. Holly, Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Um, but this is kind of similar. But I watched the um, the trailer on our show page, and it looks kind of fun. And it's um, with Rebel Wilson again. She plays a low rent scam artist, and Anne Hathaway is a higher class scam artist, and they kind of teach Rebel Wilson how to become. A scoundrel at a yes. higher, at a at a more elegant in a more elegant way. So that's going to come out May tenth. We also have we talked about this Hulu's um, trailer for Doctor Ruth, the documentary, and she is a pioneer. She is uh, just an amazing woman, yes. and just even the trailer is worth watching and listening to. And I can't wait for it. She's something, and you're going to just be blown away. I can't wait for this to come out. And then Catch-22, George Clooney's uh, show. Yeah, over on Hulu, based on the Joseph Heller novel. So you got to get Hulu. It seems like a lot's happening with Hulu, Hulu. Oh, another subscription service to subscribe to. By the way, did you read the news that, yes, Friends is going on to the Warner Brothers standalone streaming service next year? So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I better go buy some DVDs. Yeah, I can't wait. (laughs) I wouldn't care to, Well, there's a lot of people who watch oh, Friends I, out there. People I get it. I get watch it. I those nonstop. Yeah. I love watching an old Friends when yes. it comes up on TV. That's what I'm saying. Now, yep. if you want to watch one and you want to stream it, you're going to have to get another streaming service. You have to pay, is what you're yeah, saying. You have no, to pay. Right. Yes. yes. Okay. Today yeah. is Abraham Lincoln's birthday, people. It's, you know, President's Day when everyone's used to celebrating it. Yes. But today, on February 12th in 1809, Abraham Lincoln was born in a one room log cabin in Hodgeville. Hodgenville, Kentucky. That's right. Um, let's see. He lost multiple elect- 
elections before he became our president. He um, held a patent that revolutionized the steamboat industry. Uh, he was a law partner in 1948. He invented 18. a bellows, excuse me, 18, yeah. In, uh, he invented a bellows system that would help improve a boat's ability to navigate in shallow water. Oh. The balloons, using balloons that attached to each end of the boat, when the water became shallow, they could be inflated so the boat would be raised. Cool on him. Mm-hmm. Yes, the he, internet wanted you to know that he would have been 210 years old today. Today, he would have been our oldest Looking president. Good, eh? Our oldest, oldest living president. president. Watch out, Jimmy president. Carter. Sorry. He did not want to go to that play that night at the Ford's Theater. Oh. No, he, he said, you know. Ulysses S. No. Grant was originally scheduled to attend, yeah. but he begged off to make yeah. a trip to New Jersey. And since his wife was ill, he had to go instead. Uh, Mary, I don't want to go to the theater. And you're going. Oh, put on your hat. The Secret Service had not been established, although Lincoln did have a bodyguard along on the fateful night at the Ford Theater. The man was not in attendance when John Wilkie's booth shot him. Yes. Mm. Right there you go. Yeah. I know. Happy birthday, Mm. Abraham Lincoln. I know, right? Five dollar bills. Danny, do you have mm-hmm. romantic plans for Valentine's Day? Are you working on a big surprise? No, not on a Thursday. So yeah, romance. That's I'm a, not on a it's, Thursday. It's the, almost the weekend. Tomorrow's hump day. Well, good for you. Do you? Are you doing something yes. on Thursday? Yes, oh, huge, good. huge plans. Oh, you're oh, such a liar. Huge plans, you're such huh? Such a liar. Romantic plans. You're going home. That's what you're no, doing. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay, fine. No, I'm well, not. Do something on the weekend. We had Kevin Klingon, the love show at the O'Shaughnessy Sons Fun. Yeah. Are you really you're, going to that? I think so. Well, you know, you I, do that I, a lot. Huh? You do that a lot. I think so. I think I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to do that. And then after the fact, it's like, I didn't make it. I bet I do go. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I want now tickets, she's just going just to spite you, Donnie. <laughs> no, I'm going. Now you've laid down the gauntlet. I want to see your tickets, stub. I'm going. I'm all going. Right, I'm right. going. But do either of you guys feel extreme pressure to do anything on Valentine's Day, the day itself? I would like to no, say that this is my first pressure. Valentine's Day with the guy. Yeah. Okay. So it's been a little over 10 so do months. do you have big expectations from him? For, oh, huge. Uh-oh. And he better deliver. Oh, oh. Does, does he know? But no, I have, made the mistake of telling him I got him something that he's really going to like. And he's like, oh, oh, see, now, oh, now why see, did you yeah, tell yeah, him that? Because it's true. Because oh. it's true. <laughs> he's a poor guy now. He's like, what am I going to do? Oh, no, no, he does well. He knows He knows <laughs> what to do. What could top the male stripper coming out of a cake that we were planning <laughs> for you to come into the studio? Yeah. Are we going to do that finally? We, we finally. were, but not It's anymore. about yeah. time. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Jeez, I've been asking for the same thing year <laughs> after year after year. Year after year. What do you think of about Amanda Knox? Um, she was, you know, oh, the poor thing. In Italy, that got accused of murdering her friend. Her roommate, um, yeah. She's going to host a true crime podcast series for Sundance. The truth about true crime. I think, I think it's in conjunction with the series that's going to be on Sundance. You're right, Donnie. They're connected. And now mm-hmm. is this going yeah. to be featuring Amanda Knox's story, or is she going to be uh, like no. the Robert Stack on Unsolved kind Mysteries like where that. she's yes. presenting She's going to present it, and it's yeah. going to feature the mystery of evil. Oh. oh. Um, the, uh, Chronicles <laughs> nice. the Life and Crimes of Tony Elmo and his wife Susan Elmo became Ooh. a born-again fire and brimstone televangelist. The two launched the Tony and Susan Christian Foundation in 69, which soon 
evolved into a cult and things must have happened. Oh, dear. Oh, my Ooh. goodness. Look, Sounds, I'm glad that, you know, I'm Amanda's getting herself that. some work. She's, yeah. you know, whatever option she has hosting a podcast about weird people. That's okay. Don't you think? <laughs> I mean, it's just like, Don't sure. What else is she going to do? Well, you know? She already okay. wrote a book. Well, right. Well, that's, yeah. Okay. You know? She can do a lot. She's got a lot of inside knowledge on the inside workings of a prison cell in Italy. Mm. Oh, yeah. well, that's a what niche market. <laughs> very much a niche market. <laughs> we just have to laugh, people. Oh, I need a laugh for crying out loud. All right. Well, I just threw that in for no oh, reason whatsoever. Oh, yeah. possums. I love it. How about there once was a man from Nantucket, Julia, for some laughs for you. Did it. Tomorrow, Sarah Rogers is going to help us with last-minute Valentine's. Uh, we're also going to talk uh, food with Rick Nelson, and we're going to talk. Oh, I'm. I, oh, I'm hungry. All right, yeah, thank no, you. Not even here yet. Thanks for hanging out with us every day. We appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.